All right, what's going on, everyone? I'm Anthony James. Welcome to the very first episode of No Guest List. This is a podcast where we're going to discuss everything in and around the Afro house scene. So whether that's new music, news, breaking news, the hottest rising talents, um, upcoming releases, whatever it may be, we're going to keep you up to date over the next 12 months and beyond. And who better to share their Afro house expertise with us than my two co-hosts, Manu and Wes, What's going on, guys? Yes, sir. What's um, going on, guys? Good to finally start this thing, man. Good. To hey, finally man, it's start. been a long time coming, you know. It's been a long yeah. time coming, but um, yeah, it's necessary. Necessary for the community. And uh, yeah, we look forward to sharing it with you guys. And Happy New Year, of course. Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. No, we're a bit late in the year, but I mean, 2024 has already started strong, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that very shortly. But um, before we get into the um, meat of everything, um, Manny, you're probably one of the most recognized recognized faces in the Afro House scene right now. But for this hat, probably this hat, this hat has helped a lot. That's, <laughs> that brand. That's the brand right there. But for anyone who doesn't know, like exactly who you are, tell us a little bit about what you do outside of No Guest List. Um, yeah, I mean, essentially, content creator curator dj um youtuber uh yeah i think content pretty much drives what i do in in this space um reviewing tracks reacting to tracks pushing people's tracks uh helping people sometimes with with their music as well you know i kind of try and help where i can and support the scene uh, i feel like we're at a pivotal point in the afro house afro tech space and yeah i just try and do my job the best way I can and, and help drive drive things forward. So, so yeah, that's what I do, man. That's 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 Manu. Manu, big name, big name. How are you doing Manu. social right now as well? Because I know your numbers are racking up pretty high. Man, I'm trying to push. I mean, 2024 started off strong. Yeah, TikTok. I mean, TikTok is is. I feel like I figured it out on that platform. Uh, Instagram has a lot of value instagram as well i'm starting to see a lot of new new faces coming in uh so that's about 17 17k on there youtube you know as well the views are are solid and, and consistent but yeah overall you know i, I don't like talk numbers but it's about 200k audience uh on all platforms so it's quite good man Bro, that's incredible one man show that's what it is. What's that? An Afro household name. That's what it is, bro. <laughs> and Man. what about you, bro? I mean, it's, I think it's fair to say that you also run one of the most successful and probably recognized brands in the Afro house scene, especially on social media. But a lot of people might not recognize that you are the face behind the brand. So tell us a bit about what you do as well. Yeah, man. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm the founder and... Um... I guess the person that runs the Afro House feed theme page on both Instagram and, and TikTok. Um, yeah, been a long time coming, been thinking of, you know, how to get my face out there. I know a few community community members know me kind of personally, but um, the average person won't. So yeah, I've been doing this for coming up to four years now across all platforms. So no better way to, to introduce myself to the community than when, than with these boys. My yes, God. sir. Yeah, I feel like ages, ages, 
Yeah, I was going to say, AJ said one of the most, I think it's the most successful platform, man. Like, the most no, one, no, no one can, yeah, no one can touch Afro House feed. What are the pledges are there? Now, not for now. Look, we got a, we got a lot of uh, what else is there? pages popping up here and there, but, you know, the focus of my page is always to, to showcase the sound and its origins more than anything, give a voice to those who, who don't have it. I'm from South Africa originally, so always showing love to my people back home. And that's really why the page was started, right? But yeah, hope hope that the other pages that are dipping their toes in the water at the moment start to follow suit because it's important that that we acknowledge we acknowledge that history. Yeah, see where it came from. A true, spoken right. like a true Afro house purist. Hey man, we'll get into <laughs> that. We'll get into that. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> um, guys, for anyone who doesn't know me, I'm Anthony James. I've been hosting a radio show here in London for about four years. It's been strictly Afro house driven for about two years. 2023 saw the start of my audio therapy guest mix series, and I featured loads of artists from within the scene. And essentially, um, it's a platform, a UK-based platform that shines a light on much of the very vast talent in the Afro house scene through guest mixes, interviews, social media content, etc. So yeah, that's what I do. The three of us connected um, through, through social media, really, didn't we? And we thought that now is the time to have a platform like this where we can discuss what we all know quite clearly is the best music in the world. So um, I think it's fair to say that our promise to you as listeners is that we're going to do our absolute best to keep you updated with Afro House news. But given the variety in all of our tastes, I mean, I speak for all of us when I say this, um, don't be surprised to hear about Afrotech, <laughs> Three Step, Deep House, Melodic House or Techno, um, a little bit of Latin as well. And if anybody wants to call me out on this, come too. Yeah? Anyone? <laughs> that correctly? You, you know, try to say it again. No, that's cool. There was um But yeah, man, that's yeah, what that we're gonna be difficult. doing. Um all we're gonna ask of you as listeners at home is hit the subscribe button and that will allow us to keep bringing you the best possible content because at the end of the day, just like our name says, this is no guest list. It is not exclusive. This is for everybody. So it won't be anything without you guys. And remember to drop us a follow as well on socials at no guest list OFC. Yes, sir. That's where we're at. Um, so we decided to come together through like I said earlier, our love for Afro House. And it's fair to say that as a, as a music scene, Afro House hit some pretty incredible heights last year. It's been on the rise for, I'd say, the best part of half a decade. Um, Manu, what would you say were some of your highlights or favorite moments from last year? Man, I think mainly, obviously, you know, we connected in, in France, in Saint-Tropez, um, and just seeing the sound reach different territories, audiences, uh, places, uh, spaces, um, you know, it was great to see. In 2022, you started to see signs of that. But I think last year, we, we finally felt like, you know, finally felt like we arrived. Um, you know, spaces like Saint-Tropez, Ibiza, et cetera. 
South America, you know, Argentina, Brazil, uh, where I feel like beforehand the sound wasn't really accepted just yet, but now we finally are there and are accepted. Uh, so I think that's probably my highlight, man, as far as our DJs and, and even upcoming DJs getting gigs in these territories that you wouldn't think uh, uh, it would be possible. So, yeah, I feel like for me, that's definitely one of my highlights, man. Just, just seeing the sound become accepted in these in these spaces. The rise of it. For sure. The development. Yeah, I think it's a good point, man. Tulum is another place. I know you said South America, but it's been huge. It's, it's cool to see Afro house, African house music spread its wings all across the world now. I think anybody who knows the origins of it is like South African house is where it originally was. And... And I, I think I think that leads me into into my kind of highlight for the year. I mean, 2022 going into 2023, I think Afro House as, as a label, as a genre, as a category has kind of become like a household understanding of a certain type of sound, right? Now that sound obviously takes on many different forms. But like you guys said, the fact that, you know, Afro House is reaching, you know, some of the best clubs in the world, all over the world, regardless of location, demographic and things of that nature, I think just having its own kind of staple name and genre, both online and in person, is is something that's, you know, really remarkable to see after all these years of, of pushing the sound, right? Mm. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Definitely. Um, what about in terms of sort of moments? I guess we could say like moments that happened um, milestone achievements of particular artists or records that came out? Were there any sort of major highlights for you guys? I'm going to start that off. I'm going to say, and I think you guys all agree with me, the fact that Night Freak is on tour, spreading his wings, flying, getting those visas, getting... Yeah, that's paid, awesome. I think it's a feel-good moment for everyone. I mean, Night Freak is, is Afro House. His sound is Afro House. And I think just to see that is is always a feel-good moment and um yeah that's one of my biggest moments of, of 2023 for sure yeah definitely i'd agree with that 100 do you know what i'd say one of mine was as well and I'm, I'm, this is kind of an all-rounder an all year long situation for me personally like wes you mentioned just now how important it is um for that sort of authentic African sound, Afro house sound to be spreading its wings. For me, my one of my favorite um, monumental moments of 2023 was the rise of Kunye, a music label. Like flying through 2023, started the year strong. Um, I can't remember what the EP was called, but the Blanca Mazimela track, Carry Carry, that came out. Oh man. was fire. And then, that was early 2023, right? Early, um, early, 2023. early. Yeah. We're talking like January time. I think yeah. it was one of the first tracks to drop. It was one, definitely one of the first tracks, like new tracks to feature in my show last year. Um, but then I heard Shimza drop a, um, I think it was the David Mayer remix. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, to me it felt like a statement because as far as I'm aware, I mean, I might be, I hope I'm not incorrect in saying this, David Mayer used to be part of Kind of Music a very, very long time ago. You can kind of tell in, in the sound. And in those circles. Out, he was in, in those, those circles, circles yeah. yeah. For him to have that um, 
like he's a he's a quality producer and getting that oh, kind cool. of sound onto Kunye for me I, I think that that's just going to elevate it into all the right places and you can see Shims has started collaborating with a lot of other genres outside of Afro House but he's still mm-hmm. bringing his trademark sound to it I think that's going to be a monumental moment for yeah, for us, man. I think I think Kunye as well is 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 an interesting case because it's not only about being, I guess, a traditional label that we see in our community, like you know, every Friday on release day, right? But also focusing on purposeful and quality live events is is something they've done really well in 2023. Yeah. Not only in South Africa, they did Kenya as well, um, and I think they're going to continue to push that brand more and more overseas, and eventually it'll it'll reach the likes of Tulum, Ibiza. Yeah, they've done events in London as well. Um, Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely pushing the brand. Yeah, 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 they've done London. They've done London. Um, Maybe not last year, but twenty twenty two, they definitely did. I was gonna go, then something happened last minute. I couldn't attend, but they've done London. Um, And Shims has got connections everywhere. Um, But I think going back to what you mentioned about David Mayer and that connection between, I guess, European techno DJs who've been doing it for a while, like Kanye Music, David Mayer, you mentioned. I think we have to see more of that, man. Yeah. You know, the the Lao Lu's, um, these kind of European techno producers uh, crossing over. I think that would be great to see more of that because, uh, you know, the music that they could create, you know, could be absolutely I mean, we, crazy. We did, we did see a little bit. We did see a little bit. I mean, if... You know, one of my biggest highlights also of the year was Enunapa and Cairo at Circo Loco. And those clips were ridiculous. And I think we were... Red lights. That January already started soon. I know we're talking about 2024 here, but Shimza playing on Adriatique's lineup is also mm-hmm. like following that trend, right? So I think we're going to see just more and more of that kind of cross-collaboration. Guys, what, what do you think? I mean... I know it's not about comparisons. Everything happens in its own way. So it's by no means trying to compare the achievements of each individual artist. But do you think that we could be seeing like, I think it, I think it's fair to say that Black Coffee sort of um, championed Afro House moving out of South Africa originally, like on, on a big, huge global scale. Do you think we'll still see the same thing with Shimzo? The types of people that he's working alongside now types of events that he's playing at, the types of artists he's collaborating with. Do you think that this is going to be... Mate, Shimza, that's a businessman right there, bro. Like, the guy knows how to move. If you want to learn, like, from anyone in the business, in the industry, like, look at Shimza. Look how he moves. You know, look at his releases, who he releases with, the events, etc. Like, that guy knows how to do it. Um, But yeah, that's that's a great name. I feel like Shimza probably after coffee has to be the one you know i'm struggling to think anyone else who's doing it and owning events and owning a brand like he is but yeah he's he's yeah you definitely have to commend him because he's doing very well bro you've hit the nail on the head with that as well it's owning it it's not just yeah. having a record here or having a record there he owns the brand he owns the label he owns the event and he can bring that world i'm looking for, i'm excited for it i don't know I'm probably rambling. At this you time. have to own something, man. You have shout to out, own something. Shout out to Shimza as well, because I don't know if you guys saw, he did a project um, where he was providing shoes for people, hopeful. Um, that so was today. To this week. This week. Yeah, yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I mean, like that's something that Shimzu has been doing for a long time, right? The the whole like uh, you know philanthropy, community community support for for his hometown back back in South Africa. He's been doing it since the day one, right? I mean, every year on Christmas Day, he does a show for the kids and the families out out in his in his hometown, you know, just showing support. And all of those proceeds go go to support and growing the local community. So not only a businessman, but it seems like. You know, he's a good person at heart as well, right? Yeah. Manu, didn't but you I think, interview I think, Shimza I think... a little while back? What's that? Didn't you drop an interview with Shimza a little while back? Yeah, I did. Um, when he did his show in London. When was that? Not a year ago, but, you know, almost like a year ago, He when he came to London. Maybe like October. When was that show? Remember? At Altonet. Go and I was I was gutted. April maybe. Yeah, probably around that time. Yeah, that, that show that show was great. But yeah, he you know gave me some time. Um, it was good to connect, and then a few months after it was February. It was February, February last year, and then a few months after I saw him in Amsterdam, and he was like, "Are you following me?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, I've been following you for a long time. I'm following you, mate. Everywhere you go, and right behind you." But yeah, he's, you know, he's super good, man. I feel like if he feels that, you know, the other person cares, like he will actually give you the time. But, you know, if it's just like they're not serious, don't even, you know, it's no point. Let's let's just touch quickly on probably a pretty monumental moment for all of us um, as a as a collective where we where we essentially met um the trip to Saint-Tropez was something special, man, for all three of us to connect with each other properly, really spend some time with each other, getting to know each other, um, getting to know 1942 tequila very well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, we have I just, just want to say, I just want to say for you guys, in, in case you don't know, I met these two strangers on the internet and agreed to go to France with them. And, <laughs> you know, they seemed like all right, lads, but you never know, right? You never know. Bro, not even just agreed to go to France with us. Agreed to fly to London first, stay at my house for the first time meeting me. I was like, yo, bro, yeah, cool. Sleeping on the sofa, right? There you go. That's right. right. But you know what? I think anybody who's sort of moving in in the Afro house scene as well um, will know that this community of people is generally like it's a good community of people. If you're part of the Afro House community and you're really you're doing what we're doing is sort of providing platforms and giving a space for people to express their musical talents, then you can usually trust people. Um, Mate, it's the same people every time. Like when we go out in London, it's the same people that go to the same events. Like it's it's close knit community. I love it. I love it. Very very close knit. But yeah, Sam Trepe was incredible, man. We saw Da Capo. We saw Mujo. Um, I feel like I want to say Cairo was down the road. He was in Cannes, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. in Cannes. We linked up with Francis Mercier, which was incredible. We had dinner with him, and who else did we see? Sean from and friends, of course, and Sean friends. and friends. We had breakfast with Sean. Yeah, that was very. Who very else? Fun. That was it, right? That was That's it. Yeah. That's all. Bear in mind, we're going all the way back to. 
July of last year for this. Yeah, so. July 2023. Yeah, no, it was a really incredible trip. We got some pretty nice footage as well um, of what went down there. Uh, what would you guys say best moment from the San Tropez trip? Oof. Best moment from San Tropez. No pressure. The 1942. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. That's, that's, that's Patreon content. If they want to know about all those stories, that's Patreon content. They have to pay for that. I don't, don't give them too much. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Now, for me, for me, yeah. I think just I had I had a one-on-one conversation at Mujo before a set. And um I think just understanding this guy who who is French and has such a you know close-knit relationship with the sound coming out of South Africa, you know, working with the capo and, and a few others out there, but his his understanding of of why. And, and how that all works is is so genuine. It's not for, you know, monetary gain or, or you know, use and abuse of, of the community and, and things of that nature was one of the highlights, you know, for me, for sure. It's just understanding, you know, this, this white guy from France with such an Afro influence in his music, you know, and to hear that it was genuine and, and all of that for me was, was something that I'll always remember, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think... It's similar to yours because it's not really about the music or the sets for me. You know, it wasn't really about, oh, we get, you know, we got to see Francis and friends, Mujo and the couple play together at B2B, but it was more that kind of community feel, getting to know them, you know, having lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever it was, and, and connecting with someone that you might have exchanged uh, you know, a few DMs with. Um, but then when you met them actually, face to face it was like you know they're actually buddies or they're actually friends and yeah. you can have conversations and it's not awkward um so that was probably the best thing and and the experience for me what i came out of of that saint trip um so yeah we were there for like three days but felt like a you know actually like a week or two weeks as far as the yeah. value that we got from that trip man we did a hell of a lot man i remember the first night that we when we went out the first night and man, you came, you came in, you said, oh, guys, like, we don't have to get up too early tomorrow. I was like, all right, cool. Like, we can have a few drinks tonight, wake up when we need to wake up. Eight o'clock in the morning, bro, we need to get ready with me and Sean for breakfast. Let's go. Like, this is now or never moment. But, I mean, look, on a kind of serious note, similar to, similarly to what both you guys said, it was meeting the guys that we met Um one thing that I learned, and I guess this came from my perspective, more so as a DJ than as I don't know what you call us. Otherwise, would, do you think it's fair to call us call us journalists, music journalists? Like that's what we're doing essentially. We're reporting on the sound. Pretty much, um, pretty much. But more it's from a DJ perspective was, and I'm trying to produce as well. Manu, I know it's the same with you. I don't know if that's a secret, but secrets out. Um, but just hearing these guys talk on a very, like they're normal people. I think you can see so many records coming out by an artist. You think that you kind of idolize them a little bit and think that they're these sort of gods who have these huge studios that they go to. And like, they just, it really is a matter of they're just normal people, just like us. The difference between your standard dude or standard person and them though, that really stood out for me is how hard they work. They are non-stop, hard-working, show after show after show when they're not 
when they're on their way or in between shows, it's all music, planning sets, um, connecting with other artists who they might collaborate with. I know um, and friends played us some unreleased stuff outside of house music that he was doing. And it kind of just shows how many um, pies you have to have your fingers in, essentially. Like, you can't just be very sort of single-minded and go, I'm just Afro House and that's it. Like, these guys are doing multiple things in multiple different genres. And all of that experience contributes to their elevation in the Afro House scene, if that makes sense. So that was a massive takeaway for me was seeing how hard they work. And just it's motivating like, though, right? Like extremely motivating and inspiring. Um, like anyone yeah, who's we, need, we need to do it again. We've got to do it again. Yeah. Anyone who's listening at home, I cannot stress enough. Just work hard. <laughs> like that. that's the phrase. Just work hard. Keep working hard because if you think that you're doing enough, you're not. Keep doing more than you thought you needed to do the day before. That's what I like. Don't be satisfied. Don't be satisfied. Gotta keep pushing. All right. So, yeah, what an incredible year 2023 was. I think we got loads of highlights. We could be here all day going over what our like special moments were because there were loads. So I think the easiest way for us to sort of summarize this and break it down. Um, and guys, leave your opinions at home as well in the comments as we do these next few questions because I'm sure it's going to be super interesting to hear what you guys think. If you listen on YouTube, drop it in the comments. Otherwise, hit us up on our socials at no guest list OFC. Let us know what you think. Um, we're going to start from the top. Wes, I'll start with you. Favorite track of 2023? Okay, okay. Before, does it have to be one, or can I give like a couple? Like, come on now, give me some leniency, you know. Like, you can you can give a couple, but okay. Let's just say this isn't this isn't a way of looking at it from the perspective of you are saying that this is the best track. It's just your personal favorite, right. the one you listen. I to think, most. I think if if you backed me into a corner and I had to choose one track and one track only, it would have to be Kibe. You know, Bun Bunjapa. Rancido, Afrotura, Idaziz. I mean, that for me was one of the biggest tracks of the year by far. And just such a quality production. Mm. And, you know, as a content creator myself, I've seen that song performed in so many different settings to so many different demographics and communities, and it's always a hit. So yeah. I got to I gotta give it to those guys, man. Kibe, definitely a big track for me. You know, also got to show love to Gora, you know, Night Freak and Emmanuel Jal. That's another big one. Gotta give Kukaya FKA Mash. That's another big, big track. My guy's stealing all of our tracks. I'm looking at this right, guy like, bro, I'll seriously? Stop, like, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. Chill, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. It's just, it's such, it's such a difficult question for me. Like, even if you ask me for a top 10, top 5, and then, you know, asking me for one is like, you know, it's too much. Because yeah. I do this day in and day out to show love to one and not the other. It's like... Ah, man. But anyway, that that's just me, guys. I'll hand it over to you now. Otherwise, I can I can steal them all. <laughs> yeah, I want to go. I want to go last. Actually, I want to go last. <laughs> you want to go last? I want to go last. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a Wes. Uh, it was very it's very hard to whittle this down to one track. I think if I had to choose one record that came out. But AJ, wait, wait, because you're a DJ. How many sets you played last year? If you were to, you know, a number, throw a number out. How many sets did you play last year in 2023? On average, it was like, I'd say three a week. 
So wow, man. That, so that's one fifty plus. Six, yeah, maybe, and then maybe a bit more. Sometimes I'll do four. Sometimes I'll do five. But, so between one fifty and one seventy, I'd say. But is your answer is is your answer from the experience of a DJ? So, no, but uh, that's just my question. I want to make it a bit more fun because I feel like throughout right. last year, let's do this. What's the right. what's your favorite track that you played overall last year? This is this is um a contentious one because this wasn't released as an Afro House track at all. I think it should have been, but. I will do my favorite Afro House track, but my favorite record overall that I played nonstop, Horizon Red, made by Pete Zoe Kipri. That for me, oh my that's God, a monumental record. I wish, I mean, it did pretty well. It performed pretty well. It got a remix from Black Coffee. I think even the fact that it got a remix from Black Coffee shows the respect it did that very well. got within the Afro House scene. Um, I, like you I know said, what? I still believe it should have come under, been released as an Afro House record. But, um, I was thinking yeah. about that track myself when, when thinking about you know my top ten, my top five, whatever. I was thinking about Horizon Red, but like as you said, it wasn't released as an Afro House track, but it just found its home in our community, right? Because it just the sound just resonated, you know. Yeah, and Every, it's a stunning track. Track was Afro House in my it was Afro Tech, I should say. That was that was yeah yeah perfect Afro Tech man. Beautiful, beautiful know, Sometimes it's a strange thing because we often have this debate about authenticity in music and maybe you'll get people who don't are sort of outside of the Afro House scene who make these records that don't represent Afro House or Afro Tech. But I think this is a this is the absolute um, inverse of it where you've got this guy who's made by Pete's been making music with some like pretty famous labels for a long time, but this is the one that really shot up and elevated. His timing was immaculate in terms of the sound and when he released it. The vocal was sensational. Sensational. Like, what can we say about Zoe Kipri? She killed the vocal on that, man. So, um, yeah, it she is something. And it was beautifully done. My personal favorite, most ab- absolutely most played, I've just looked, 121 plays. So that means that, <laughs> and that came out, what, 20th of January. So, there were only 30 sets or so, maybe 30 or 40 sets that I didn't play that track in. You didn't play it. <laughs> but yeah, well. man, um, in terms of Afro house or African house music, and maybe even this is a bit contentious because it's free step. Dalala Tuxim with E-Plan was... Oh, man. Don't get me started on That's that. That's the one. That's the one. That guy... That's the one. Like I, I'm tempted to play it now and see if Dude, you have to go to SA, bro. If if that's your answer, you have to go to SA. Like the, you it's, would. It's in the, the makings. That yeah, you like, have to go. I, I feel like I honestly feel like what Three Step did for the Afro or African electronic music scene on as a whole. What Three Step did was. <laughs> Oh, contentious. It made a sound that is not easily um, recreatable from somebody who's outside of that scene. So if you're not inside... Yeah, if you don't get it. If you don't get it, you can't just... It's not the same as just going four kicks 
and a couple of snares and hi-hats. You need to feel that. Like, Manu, I saw you said in a video a little while back that you put up that to make music like this, you need to be spiritually connected to it on some level. That's what I feel like. And you can't just, like, Frank, who lives in Bristol, is not going to recreate three-step anytime soon. <laughs> not so, at all, yeah. man. Not at all. Three-step three, three, step, three step for me is a whole nother conversation because, I mean, I post about both, right? Afro House, Afro Tech, three-step. You know, I'm not, even though I'm Afro House feed, the label is just, you know, for the global demographic. Right. It's overarching umbrella. Yeah, it's overarching. But from my community side, like, you know, you get some that are like, yo, three-step is the one. What a track, what a sound. But then you have others being like, nah, I'm not with three-step. But I think, like, the movement is so big that I think three-step is going to become its own. It's going to become its own genre, like a, I'm a piano or an Afro house. But it's it was like 2023 was the year for three-step. But it is, though. Because I've been having conversations with with some big names, and they when they travel to SA, they they're like three step is huge, like it's almost commercial over there. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Being played in the radio, um, you know, it's it's very commercialized. Um, so it's yeah, three step is everywhere is there already. It's a new groove as well, man. It's there. Like, yeah. You can't. I don't. I don't know anyone who can honestly say that they listen to three step and they don't move. If you don't move to free step, something's wrong with your with your nervous system, man. For real, like I can't listen to. If you don't move, starts bopping. Man. I can't help it. It just. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, it, nah, I agree. It's it's, it's infectious. So right, infectious. That's so far we've got Wes said Kibe, Kukaya, FKA Mash Remix, and what else was there? Gora. Gora, absolutely agree with that one as well. Horizon Red, plan, and I would have to say Gora again because I think that what Night Freak did with that track. Magic. Magic. Kudos to my man because he killed it. Oh, Manu, why don't you give us three, but you have to give us your number one as well. Okay, three-step. Oh, my God, I can't pick between Tekka and Possessed. Oh, mm. bro. <laughs> I absolutely love Tekka. And also, Tekka was one of my most popular videos on YouTube as well. People love that track. Yeah, yeah, people love that track. Um, but yeah, I feel like Possessed was a moment. So I'm going to have to say Possessed. Possessed, track is in as far as three-step. That was my favorite three-step track last year. Afro House. Man, there's a few. I love Hoya, Vanko. Like, oh, man. That's another track that you just can't make it unless you have the brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, like, I that's creative. Oh, trust me. Like, that's creative. That's creativity. Like, I had a... My barber, he's Nigerian, only listens to Ashake, Burner Boy, Afrobeats. Mm. I played him Hoya, and he was like yeah this is it this is what i'm talking about he was like dude hoya is different <laughs> okay okay hoya is the one as well bro because shout out to the barber man your barber? <laughs> doesn't do much because i'm always wearing a hat anyway <laughs> yeah he's like show, show the world my talent bro hiding it under <laughs> um oh man 
Liver K, you can dance now. I have to mention it. Yeah. Liver K, man. His 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 release on Madoras, I think, was one of the strongest of the year. I think oh, yeah, that's as, the a album. Project, as a yeah. project, like what a piece of art, man. Each individual track so different, but yeah, so yeah that's good. the album. You know, I think we might, we might have enough time to do this just quickly because we've got two more. We're going to go into um, favorite artist, and I've got a wild card for you guys as well. But just if we've got time, I know you mentioned albums. But yeah, personal track I'm going to mention was After Saturday Night, my new alternative mix. That's it. That's that's oh, my that's my man. list. We can move on though. Yeah, I'm glad you love that track, bro. Well done, well done. I remember you That's saying that. No, but that that track is that track was big, man, and it was well, played over and over and over, and it took a long time for it to be released, you know, because I was receiving videos for time about mm-hmm. that with that track, and I didn't know whose remix it was. I couldn't find it, and no one would tell me, right? But then when it dropped, I was like, okay, this okay. is the one. Saucy, King Manu. saucy track. Why don't we, why don't we quickly see? Because I know there were a few big albums that dropped last year. Have you guys got any um, big ones that really stood out for you? Yeah, Liver K, nineteen ninety four, and Candyman. What was Candyman's? What's the title? Uh, Nairobi. 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 Candyman. Nairobi. Album. Carry oh, yeah. yeah. We live for our music. Big album. Toma and Ricardo's album. Toma. Oh, Blanca's album, man. Oh, oh. Blanca's album. <laughs> Blanca Mazzamela. Yeah, Blanca's album was fire. Wow. Oh, my God, bro. Wow. And then, obviously, Dlala took some permanent music. Oh, yeah. Big, fire. big, big. Was that it? I think there were definitely more albums that dropped than that. But I think in terms of a standout... Those are the ones that made it into my playlist most most regularly. Oh yeah, big time. I'd say. Well, that went down quicker than I thought it would. I've got to say, the Africa Deep, if you're watching this, we're still waiting, bro. <laughs> we're still waiting on your album. <laughs> I'm yeah, telling please. you, please, if I we've been waiting for too long, bro. I've been trying, I've been trying to let you know, but I beg, man. Just just I beg. <laughs> I beg. <laughs> All right, let's get into um, we've done favorite tracks. I think there's the answers show there was more than enough to choose from. So many to choose from. I mean, we can give honorable mentions as well if we wanted to. But why don't we say, guys, keep an eye out. We will be dropping a no guest list official um, playlist as well. So as we head into 2024, obviously, as more music drops in, you'll see more music from this year. But we'll keep some of the additions from last year in there as well. Because it's not always just about new music, but we, it, is, it is always about good music. So um, let's get into favorite artists. Who wants to go first? I'll gladly. Why don't, why don't you start us off, man? Why don't you start us off? Easy. Night Freak. Favorite artist of 2023. Absolutely Night Freak. I know we mentioned him. We've mentioned him in every single aspect so far. We mentioned him in Best Moments of 2023. Res obviously he said his tour um his releases artist. unreal but like in terms of what this guy has achieved and i just feel like he's just he's one of these guys who just gets on with it he just gets on with it he's like this is what i do this is my sound there's no sort of 
nonsense in between. He's not trying to make another sound like somebody else. And it's a rare thing to find someone who makes it. No wahala. No wahala. He just gets on with it. Trust oh, me. It's, it's, that, it's that Zim blood, bro. It's the Zimbabwean blood. It's like... <laughs> just, no game. Straight I just move like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> no wasting no, time, man. Night Freak was mine. Loads of other artists you can mention as well. Like, again, don't get me wrong. I think Atmos had a great year. Um, Big time. A very, very good year. Sensational year, in fact, I would say. There's plenty. Like, uh, Dogon Part 1. I can't wait for Part 2. Part 2 coming? Yeah, there has to be. Who names a track Part 1? Unless there's going to be a Part 2. You know what I mean? Like Avengers Endgame Part 1. It, there's done. a Part 2. There's a Part 2. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wes, why are you saying it with confidence like that, bro? I can't say. I can't say. <laughs> I can't say. My guy's got a short memory. <laughs> he just said it. <laughs> I, I, that's all I can say. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it to... I think... I think 2023 was for um, Zlala Tuxin and Blanca. That's my choice. Yeah. Give us more, give us more. Elaborate. I mean, look, I just think you have to look at the versatility of the music they put out, right? Blanca releasing on Kunye and then his his own album on, on Soul Candy was a whole project start to finish that was mixed, you know, as, as one, right? So that attention to detail from track to track to be able to mix, to be able to be mixed as a set, you know, combining different sounds, keys and BPMs is, is something that I don't think anyone has done, at least not for a long time. Right. Very long time. The same with, uh, should I always butcher his name, man? Lala Tuxin is, um, <laughs> it's the same, man. He's he does three step, he does tech, he does a lot, man. And I think I just love him shouting his name before the drop. It gets me every time. Same, that's confidence. You confident. have to be very confident in what you do to shout your name before the drop. Like for me, it wouldn't work. It's to build up, build up Anthony James. Nah. <laughs> but you know what that is, bro? That is personality. And people don't, they don't let their personality shine in their tracks. Like, and this is why a lot of these new cats all sound the same. Like, just put your personality in the track. It's, you know, I know it takes a bit of cringeworthiness that you have to get over, but just do it. Just do it. Trust me. Absolutely it's it's agree. about the sound, the sound coming through, you know, the emotions that you feel. I mean, the Africa talks has been pretty open in talking about this. I don't know if you guys saw a story from the other days, like basically telling a story of how another producer asked him, how do you do this? Right. And it kind of puzzled him because he couldn't give a sad answer because it's not technical. It's just from the inside. It's the emotion. Mm-hmm. It's the personality. And I think the more producers do that, the more authentic the sound is going to be, right? Instead of, oh, yeah, I want to make a track. I want to make a track just like this guy or that. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's that's not the right thing, way. From a, from a production perspective, and I think, look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm some master producer by any means, but I've been dabbling with production for a very, very long time. Like, 
Wes, I think you came across some of my stuff online of what I used to be messing around with. And it's a, it's a tough thing to make a track knowing full well that it doesn't sound like anything you've ever heard before and really having 100% confidence and faith in that sound because you don't know how it's going to be perceived. If, you, if you're making something that sounds like kind of music or that sounds like Iminapa or that sounds like Flala um, Tuxin or Taxin, then you kind of know this will be received well in these areas. But to put your own... Yeah, I see what you mean. But that's playing it safe, right? I'm going to I'm gonna send you this book that I'm reading, AJ, called um, The Creative Act. And it pretty much it talks about art. When you make art, you're making it for yourself. And that's that's why you make it, Yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, it's this whole mindset of creating for yourself. And once you feel like you're ready to show it to someone then it's ready to, you know, you're ready to let it go kind of thing. It's it's a very good book, man. But, but I also think it has... That when you have What's to that? let it go. Like, I've been doing... I've, I was a, I used to paint back in the day. I've played piano for many years. Wes said it the other night. I've, I used to rap for a little while. Then I started doing house <laughs> music. Like, I love creating things. There's a difficult part of that process that you spoke about man which is sometimes you create something you think is great and it turns out to be trash complete trash like that's some painful <laughs> that's a painful realization i spent i understand man i totally get I, it because I, I completely agree man original records for me this is why i love a remix off an original record recent one but i think people doing remixes off like pop tracks is cool but it will, for me, it will never be the same caliber as somebody who's created something straight from scratch. Like from scratch. a completely new idea. So yeah, don't make trash. <laughs> Try not to make trash. But um, <laughs> yeah, original tracks all the way. No, I get it. Words to live by. Thanks. Thanks. But, um... <laughs> I'm going to write that Famous down. Quotes. <laughs> Famous quotes. Famous quotes. <laughs> 2024. Don't make trash. <laughs> don't make trash. Don't make trash. Um, all right, look, we've got we've got a little while left. I want to hit you with the wild card before we move on to our expectations for twenty twenty. I've got to, I've got to give my artist, mate. I didn't answer. Sorry, I'm just keeping an eye on the timer. I know we're we're limited to time. No, no, I'm just gonna say Chronicle Deep and uh, Chronicle Deep and Liver K. But man, man, man. But is a yeah, I feel like Cheers. this might take a long time to to dissect. But last year, there was a whole new class of producers, man, that emerged. Um, Alex Wan, Umguido, The Siege, Mont Rouge. I've got to shout them out as well, man. They, they did well last year. Yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole up and coming kind of like scene right that has just kind of emerged at moments over over 2023 and there there's quite a few more but um yeah definitely yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of names a lot of names man yeah a lot of names it's wild man it's wild a lot of people are doing this all from around the world as well so 
I know me and Manny were going to be hoping to get our names on that list very soon. It's going to happen, man. I just have to get over. Dude, once I find my sound and the formula, it's done. That's what it is. It's the formula. We're catching flights. We're catching flights. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be in Tulum, bro. You're going to be back in Saturday But I feel like it's finding that, um, it's finding that ground where you're comfortable knowing like all right cool this is the process now this is what i need to do i make this this is how i'm gonna process it technically and do all the mixing down that's where it gets fun man um all right let's do let's move on to this wild card question um i know this is a little bit unfair because obviously i know the question so i've had time to think about it but for you guys and we'll start with either of you what would you say is the most underrated record in the Afro House scene from 2023. Most underrated. And this is not to say, by the way, that any of us think these tracks are not good. Just they could have been given more flowers than they were. It could be in terms of streams on SoundCloud, on Spotify, sorry, or SoundCloud. Um, Could be in terms of how many DJ sets you heard and played in. Most underrated track of the year. Barsetta. Yeah. Yeah, Barsetta. Barsetta is uh Barsetta is a is an outer space experience. Like Barsetta mm, like no vocal. Think about that. Like these days, a track with no vocal, like it's different. In this edit era, making a track like that so electronic. Melodic at the same time, but no vocal. Like, yeah, setter for me. You know what's crazy about it as well? No vocal, but you still sing along. <laughs> but you still sing along. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> and also, like, one of the best moments from last year as well. Because um, I had reviewed Barsetta, shared it on Twitter, and then Shimzo was like, oh, this drug is sick. So he replied to one of my tweets. And then when I saw him in Amsterdam, he played it. And then he turned around and he was like, yeah, it's you, it's you, you. He was like, <laughs> and I was like. Man. Shout out Shimza, bro. What a guy. Shimza is a genius. this podcast, the, the Shimza Shrine. Because this is pretty much when 90% Ash is going to Shimza's the guy. But no, for real, man. He, he really is. I mean, I don't know if you guys, there's li- I literally have a picture of him on my wall. I wish I could show you. Oh. He's out with a phone call. My bad, my bad. Wifey. It's all good, man. <laughs> um, Most anyway, track. I yeah. think mine mine is going to be Rain Queen Mash Remix. Okay. Yes. Underrated. I love that track. It's one of my most listened to tracks last year by far. I still bump it on a weekly basis, but I just I just expected more, you know, overall for it to be played. Um, and especially being it being on Rise for me was like a big deal, right? Mash getting on Rise, big for the lad. And um, yeah, I just think it deserved more sunlight, you know? Yeah. Yeah, remix projects sometimes, you know, It'd but be like that. Mash did, a, be like Mash did a lot of justice. Like, this is what, 
it's a, it's a strange thing. I know I just spoke about remixes, but I don't really see it as a remix in the sense of like a, a remix of a popular track. But what Mash did with Rain Queen, similarly what David Mayer did with Carry Carry, these records are incredibly composed works of art that you could display in a gallery and like people would just walk past and go wow what is this that's a journey from start to finish that's for me what afrotech and afro house is about is that journey so um yeah shout out to them that's another name how how we not we've not mentioned mash more throughout the entirety of his podcast as well because what because you, you make us choose the top one top two whatever <laughs> but i i mentioned i mean yeah maybe this is a topic that we're going to touch now but i did mention mash in my top 2024 artist video that i dropped last week so i mash yeah. is my guy <laughs> nah, fly ben, ben show i love to mash hold that thought because we are going to get onto expectations for 2024 shortly Oh, so hold, hold the fort on that for the time being. I'm it's a long-ass podcast, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll trim it down. We'll trim it down. Um, my underrated track is Afro House, not from Africa. Um, Brisa by Maj and Antot and Jessica Gaspar. That is an inc- that's another incredible piece of music, man. And agreed, agreed, yeah. Look, I will hold my hands up and be the first to say I'm guilty of being like, oh, but is it Afro House? In this instance, <laughs> I don't care. Like, that is a beautiful record. Hey, Maz, Maz is coming. Trust me, like, Maz is coming. He's coming, man. He's on his way. Like, He's on his way. He playing like Coachella. Out. He announced Coachella. Yeah, I saw that. Bro, but the thing is, Maz is so big and the thing is he's already so big because he has that whole like Latino community behind him from the day one. The Brazilian right? And he's now yeah. branching out into like rest of the world but the guy is big, big man. Yeah. He's big. And look, he's also big. shout out to Antdot as well because I think a lot of the time people go by the first artist named on the track and they say oh it's Maz's track. This is a collaboration between all of them and Jessica Gaspar what an incredible vocalist man. We speak about this a lot vocalist in the scene but she absolutely killed that vocal that's another one work of art from start to finish um i also think that kababo by pablo fiero and atmos black was massively underrated for me so i was listening to that that gave me osama vibes like listen though i have a problem i have a problem with that track not with the track itself but the way that it was handled from a business perspective. There was no there was no tease, there was no marketing, there was none of it. They just dropped it out of nowhere. And like it if it had a little more attention on on I guess the hype side, I think it would have been Yeah, it, it was definitely a surprise. Hard. Yeah, That's just out yeah, of nowhere. They just dropped it. Like, that dropped in and I remember playing it on my on the radio show on audio therapy. And the amount of people who messaged in and said, like, what's that track that you just played? Yeah. I announced it three times in one show because people kept messaging, what was that track that you played? And was Black, you said it was, what was the name? And I heard it. Over that, over the, like, the following month of that, just listening to other, other radio shows that aren't even Afro House shows, everyone was playing this track. Like, it, it's one of those records that really resonates with a wider audience. Big time, so, yeah. man. Shout big out to time. shout out to the two of them. It's big. All right, 
Let's get into our expectations for 2024. 2023 was an incredible year. There's no doubt in that at all. We are well and truly into 2024 now. Time of recording. It is the 17th of January, right? So we're looking towards the end of the first month very, very soon. And what do you guys expect? I mean, we've seen a few things happen already this year that we kind of expected. I think the main one would be Broco dropping earlier on this month. Um, we kind of all had a feeling that that was going to happen at some point soon. But yeah, in ter- it can be anything at all. It could be record label related. It can be artist related. What do you expect <laughs> for 2024 Afro House scene? Who wants to go first? Manu? So, so for me, I can go first. For me, I want some albums from, from top names, you know, and I'm going to call them out. Cairo. Yeah. Who else is there? The Capo. Black coffee. I want some albums. Like I want some high quality, universal Sony, whatever, <laughs> highly engineered and mastered music. That's what I want, bro. Like we need it. You know what I mean, bro? I feel like that's, Black Coffee had a quiet year, man. Music, like release wise, playing sets, dubas everywhere, but. But again, Coffee is the businessman. There's no, there's no loose ends with the guy. I mean, Rapture Part Three, uh, Do for Love remix. What else? Do for Love was cool, but I, I don't know. Look, I don't want to be the gatekeeper of anything, but I don't. To me, get, Do for Love remix wasn't really like an Afro house track. I miss. No, it's not Afro house, but Afro tech. Like takes you on a journey, sizzles your soul while you're listening to it. Dark room, the, the black coffee timber B two B era, nothing yeah, like yeah. it. Jesus, like we need that it was back. The one, bro. We need it back big time. I want that sound. I mean, bro. yes and no, yes and no, because yes I think no. coffee coffee still plays a big role. Um, Absolutely, in the overall scene, and I think he's given a lot of opportunity to to artists in our community this year, especially at high. So, you know, he's still in my good books through and through. Right? Oh, yeah. No, Everyone's, Everyone's good books. Yeah. Not bad books at all. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> nah, I'm just, 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 yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 <laughs> what are you saying? Bro? Yo, yo, yo. Not trying to get cancelled. Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, but no, for real, man. Like, it would been, it would have been nice to see some big records like I want to see some big 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 records from some of the big names you know what I mean like monumental things that make you go it's time it's time because we're there we're there we got access to to these big houses it's time man it's time yeah and guys do you know what just quickly I'm jumping the queue a bit but Manny you said you want to see some big albums from people now words on the street <laughs> no that's I can't even pretend I'm done <laughs> The word is that, well, all right, look, back back earlier this year, I feel like it was around springtime, Shamiso, who's a Kunye resident, dropped a mm. guest mix for me. Shout out to Shamiso, one of, the, one of my favorite guest mixes of the year. Like the way it was put together, the way it was mixed, the selection of tracks, sublime. And she opened up her tra- her guest mix with a track by an artist called Vascari. The record was called Full of Fellow. Oh, Shreds. yes. And word on the street is Vascari's got an album coming with a certain UK-based record label. I don't know if I can say much more than that, but I can tell you that I've heard the entire album and it is flames. This guy is one of the most talented producers. No, let me rephrase. 
one of the most talented musicians I have heard make this kind of music for a very, very, very long time. Like we're talking full blown. Do you know what? That reminds me to listen to the album because I've got it listen and I haven't listened to it yet. Hey, Vuskari, if you're watching this, please send them my way as well. Vuskari, I can't wait. All I'm going to say is I can't wait for that album. I like Vus. I can't wait for everybody's ears to be blessed with this symphony of beautiful sound. It is incredible. And he's, he's an incredible artist, man. Really, really incredible. He plays keys for a lot of producers on their tracks as well. I don't know if that's well-known information, but okay, I'm really excited about it. Um, that's my one of my big expectations for 2024. And then also as well, like what we mentioned earlier, I can't wait to see the growth of Kunye. Like I think that's going to be a huge thing that's going to really shape next year or this year even. Um, and my other big expectation for 2024 is to see there's, there's this new podcast called No Guest List. I can't wait to see that for <laughs> That's going to do really well. I've got a good feeling about it. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think Wait, I think it's time. I think uh, there there's kind of two sides to my answer. The first, and you know, it's kind of the main reason why I wanted to get involved in this is, you know, we live our lives through our phone and our ears in the community, right? We see videos, we listen to music, but there's not enough conversation about mm. around our scene, right? And that's one of the the main reasons why I was, you know ready to to hop on and, and do this with you guys is because I think it's necessary. And beyond us, I just I just hope to see more conversation, more exchange of words, you know, within our community and give the artists, labels, promoters, club owners, whatever, the chance to kind of tell their tell their story. Because, you know, we do this on a day to day, we interact. And I think because we have those conversations, it keeps us so engaged all the time. Right. And I think that aspect needs to bleed out you know, a little more to to the average consumer of of the sound, because because you know it just it's just gonna help grow the scene more and more, right? Um, I think it's super super important. Um, going back to what you said in the beginning is that our community is so welcoming and everyone's so nice and humble and happy to support and work. And um, again, I just think that the conversation is gonna help kind of propel our scene to the next level, right? I think that's gonna yeah. be key. Absolutely, man. Completely agree with that. Yeah. More conversations to be had. Well, look, guys, we are really, really going over time. So um, I'm going to say that's it for this week. Keep an eye out for the next episode. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. Share it with your mom. Share it with your auntie. Share it with your uncle. Share it with Charlie. Do us a favor. Subscribe. 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 Um, where are we going to put it? Down here? Up there? Subscribe button somewhere. Hit it. Um, no, follow on our socials at no guest list OFC and we'll be doing our best to bring you daily Afro house content and news there too so reels posts a lot plenty of stuff for you guys to engage on in fact I think it's only right that we put a post up about um, the best track of 2023 because we did open it up to people earlier so we'll get that up leave a comment on there let us know what you think um, thanks for joining us from myself Wes and Manu have a great week and we will see you next time peace, peace.